Hi, it's Betsy Nash, the grape nut. And like you, I'm nuts about wine. Truth be told, I'm also nuts about candy. I mostly have that under control now, but I wonder how many other kids were much more interested in the candy rather than the costumes on Halloween. All right, can you see where I'm going here? Ah, uh, yes. Today we'll be combining two things I'm nuts about, candy and wine. It really is a thing. My sister sent me an article about pairing candy with wine and after my initial shudder, I thought, heck yeah, let's do this. So go sneak into your kid's stash of sweet loot, settle back and learn about what might become your favorite part of Halloween and meet Ivy Thompson from Region Wine Bar in downtown San Luis. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Uh, this is This is gonna be fun. I can't see why it wouldn't be fun. Anyway, to explain, when you go into Region, you can pay for, out of all of these 50 wines, you can pay for a taste, and you'll get that much in your glass. You can pay for a half a glass, right? Mm -hmm. You can pay for a full glass, and you can buy a bottle. Exactly. So I didn't want you to have to open six bottles, so here we are. Ivy, tell me, you've, you've got all these spigots, you've got all of these wines sort of in a wall mm -hmm. at Region. What's going on? behind the spigots, the part that I can't see. I know it's not boxes of wine, but if you explain how it works. Within each machine, um, we actually, there's like no kegs or any really large format bottles behind it. We go individual bottles, so 750 milliliter bottles, and we put these little caps in there and the tube shoots in argon gas to keep the wine fresh. Uh -huh. That can preserve the wine for up to two months, but we switch out bottles daily, so usually it doesn't last more than a couple days. I brought the candies. I'll talk about the candies, and then you'll be the expert on the wines. Again, if you haven't gone into your kid's bedroom to get their bag of candy, uh, now's the time to do it. I brought Hershey Bar, Kit Kat, the most popular candy in the United States every year, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. The best. Didn't know that. Okay, and then Milky Way, and then we won't tell them <laughs> till the end because, again, this one blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Is there any rational way we should do this like we do in a normal tasting or pairing? My gut is saying to start just with the lightest wine. Yeah. I poured the Union Sacre Riesling from Riven Rock Vineyard, which is over pretty coastal vineyard out near Cambria. And I have this one paired with the candy that you are oh. secretive. Oh. It's, it's a great way to start though. I'm not I mean, sure whole... I've ever had a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> can't believe we're gonna pair this. I'm looking at all the flavors of Sour Patch Kids in front of oh. me. And let's start with a little taste of the Riesling. Is that the way you usually do a pairing? Is you wanna put the wine in your mouth first before you put the food in your mouth? It just gets your palate fresh. This oh. is delicious and light. This is a completely dry Riesling, which yeah. I think that is the biggest thing to debunk in the industry is Riesling. Oh, yeah. It's such a bad rap and it is like, the most food-friendly wine. You can pair it with just about anything, and it's usually relatively inexpensive. Now, with a Riesling, don't you usually look for the residual sugar? Isn't yes. that how to tell if it's the sweet Riesling we grew up with or if it's not? Yeah. Which candy are we picking up here? I'm gonna Color. start with the yellow. That's just lemon. lemon. Mm -hmm. So it's a sweet and it's making my mouth water. Mm. I'm gonna do a little sip of the wine. The first taste I got felt kind of bitter. Mm-hmm. A uh, way to look at wine pairing, you want to pair a wine that is sweeter than the food you're eating, you generally pair, speaking. Okay, let me say that again. You <laughs> want to pair a wine that is sweeter than the food you are eating. Yes. Whether it's sweet or savory food. 
Yes, so the reason I picked the Riesling and the Sour Patch kind of comparatively is another way to look at pairings is pairing like with like. Okay. So really high acid, a lot of yeah. citrus notes. Yeah. Like my two favorite things. <laughs> it's like sweets and wine. <laughs> I know, really. Isn't this awful? <laughs> if you're just joining us, you're listening to The Grape Nut, part of KCBX Issues and Ideas. I'm Betsy Nash, and my guest is Ivy Thompson from the Region Wine Bar in San Luis Obispo. And we're in the middle of our tasting and our pairing of Halloween candy and local wines. So this is so fun. We're up to now a Pinot. Stephen Ross is one of those smaller wineries, Mm -hmm. smaller producers, but has a great reputation. Do you want to start it with the Kit Kat first to see? Yeah, let's do it. You know, now I have the Pinot in my mouth and I'm going to eat the Kit Kat. You're taking smaller bites than I am creating menus and tastings i've learned i have to take very small bites right because then i'll before i know it and smaller sips because then i'll be really not productive <laughs> you know and i need to take smaller sips that's no, for sure no. well the kit kat goes great with that pinot mm-hmm. pinot in the reese's peanut mm-hmm. butter cups yeah let's do it okay no it does taste pretty good that feels like a really good pairing with a pinot the other side of food and wine pairing that I've learned and everyone's palate is completely different. It's the same with like everyone liking different wine. Some people have way more sensitive taste buds than others. And it's, uh, it's cool to see what other people come up with. But now, now I'm getting curious about other wines that I have (laughs) lined up with the candy. Good. But I prefer the peanut butter cup with the Pinot. Tell me why. A little bit of peanut butter and jelly in my head. That's oh, what I'm getting. Interesting. Of course. <laughs> so maybe a really jammy exactly. like zin or something. And that's the next red one I'm going to pour. This is a great fun thing that I haven't done. So I'm curious if the Zinfandel that we have is going to be really cool with these like more milk chocolate candy bars that we have. Well, I brought extra. Good. Of everything. As we should. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at that color. It's so pretty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, so let's get centered here. You've just poured four reds, and we've already had the Reese's Pieces and the Kit Kat. Yes. So we've still got the Hershey's and the Milky Way to go, correct? Yes, yeah. So tell me what you poured. So I poured um, in the first glass the Seven Oxen. It's a 2017 vintage, so it goes Gamay, Pinot, Zin, Blend. So Zinfandel from Seven Oxen, they're a winery just like, they're technically Tin City or like oh. right in the entrance to Tin City. And where um, do they get their grapes? Templeton. Everything is organic that they work with. So this is their reserve Zinfandel from 2017. So it's got a nice Ooh, age on it. 17. <laughs> All right. So I like it that you highlight some of the smaller wineries. I love these local and really small producers. I feel so lucky because I've gotten to meet everybody oh. behind this Actually, more wineries than we have in region, just as what I've sure. found myself in doing. You but would need to. Yeah. And the other side of it is being from a Midwest transplant. The reason the Midwest knows about Paso Robles is for wineries that are big enough to sell there. That's so like, a good point. Is you can find like three or four major brands anywhere in the Midwest. And yeah. if it gets them here, like as a hospitality and service like person facing tourists all the time you feel a sense of responsibility to be like yes go see the place that you love and have had but then also like 
like go around the corner. That's and awesome. See this husband and wife that it's a passion project. And yeah. yeah. The wineries and the winemakers are like farmers, scientists, and artists. It's and true. I love it. Absolutely true. Left to right. I have the Gamay, the Pinot, the uh, Zin mm-hmm. Reserve. What What's the last one? The last one is a, it's called Fait Accompli from McPrice Myers. Uh, Fait Accompli. It. So it's a blend. What is it? Um, Syrah, Cab, and Petit Verdot. I have the Zinfandel okay. with the Hershey bar. That is my pairing that I have recommended. Okay. And I think we can, we can start there. Yeah. And I expect the Hershey bar to be not as sweet as the Kit Kat. What do yes, you think? I would think so. Oh, wait a minute. I went for the candy first. <laughs> that Zinfandel paired with the bacon wrapped dates from Luna Red. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be good. <laughs> Big juicy steak. Exactly. Okay. Or a Hershey bar. <laughs> There's something about Hershey bars. I just gotta tell you. It's nice. But I'm going to recommend trying it with the Pinot. Yeah. Now I'm curious. This is not blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you too. Do you leave some food in your mouth? I know we start with a, a little bit of the wine, mm-hmm. cleanse our palate or get their palate ready, whatever. Then take a bite of the candy or the food. Do you leave some food in your mouth before you take your next sip? I leave a tiny bit. I don't know if that's like the correct thing or rec- I don't know if I sh- professionally need to recommend that to people, but I like to just to make sure I'm getting the full experience. Okay. Because I just did with a Hershey bar. What'd you think? Uh, I, I don't think it added anything. Okay. I feel like I'm going to like it with the peanut butter. And I'm going to guess it's res- going to respond well to the Hershey. I like it with the Hershey bar. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, too. now I want to... Reese's taste like with the Zinfandel. Okay. You know, the Zin is not a fruit bomb. Mm-mm. This Zin is, I mean, I said it could lay down longer, but it's already pretty well balanced. Mm-hmm. I like the Hershey bar with the Stephen Ross Pinot and the peanut butter cup with the Zinfandel better. I have to, I have to say the same. Mm-hmm. The wine and the candy both stand up better in that pairing mm-hmm. with the Zin. I like that we came to that conclusion. We're amazing. We are so smart. <laughs> If you're just joining us, you're listening to The Grape Nut, part of KCBX Issues and Ideas. I'm Betsy Nash, and my guest is Ivy Thompson from the Region Wine Bar in San Luis Obispo. And we're tasting and preparing Halloween candy and local wines. McPrice Myers. I met somebody pouring McPrice Myers. They had this sticker that says, McPrice Myers, no, we're not a law firm, we're a winery. <laughs> so good. That was almost good enough for me. I remember when... People used to just buy wine. Maybe some still do. Mm-hmm. Buy the label. I bought it by the sticker. I've got to admit it. So this is the one that is not a GSM. It is a blend of... Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Petit Verdot. It's so Ooh. approachable. So I'm smelling some nice fruit, mm-hmm. like like macerated berries of some sort, but mm-hmm. also some not quite leather and it's not quite pepper. What did you pair? but I do think it will do great with a Milky Way. Let's do it. There's a lot going on there. This is like so much nostalgia right now for me. I don't know how it was in your family, but when we brought home our candy, it went in a drawer or something in our Mm -hmm. bedroom and stuff. We were allowed one piece a day. That sounds exactly like how I was raised. Well, I think this pair is great. That's great. That is delicious. There are a couple today that have been real eye-openers and really, really perfect. The Gamay. Um, Gamay. Yeah. With the Kit Kat? Yes. Yeah. You were talking earlier about how it's better perhaps to have the wine a little sweeter than the food. It was fun to be creative because we don't have any 
after I muscats or yeah. anything like right. late harvest. But um, when I've done chocolate pairings with Mama Ganache and I've sat in oh. and I've seen like, because we've done chocolate and wine things with them before. Oh, nice. And it's very cool seeing it from like a chocolatier's perspective uh-huh. versus wine. And I always anticipated that dark chocolate would just be better inherently. And specifically, actually, with the Stephen Ross Pinot, right. we found that it just paired really well with milk chocolates. Mm. I think the last one specifically, because I feel like the McPrice Myers did really well mm. with the caramel. Yes. Because of the, like, I don't think it's a super juicy wine, but it definitely has a lot of fruit to it, but enough structure to stand up to the caramel. And then I, I had a feeling the Gamay would be a good chocolate because it's just such a approachable wine. Mm-hmm. And that is something when you're looking at food and wine pairings, even for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any other holiday, right. Right. wines that are really inherently approachable are going to go with more foods gotcha. in general. Sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about a, a tawny port because I do love port. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, it, it's, it could be a sweet in, it, in and of itself, of mm-hmm. course. Would that be a darker chocolate? I would be curious to try that with both milk and dark chocolate. Since it does have so much residual sugar and alcohol, I think you could do chocolates that have the cherry and, like, the white, like, chocolate around it. Oh. I feel like that would be really yummy with a port. Okay. But I'd have to try it like we did today and possibly change my mind, which we did. We did. once you taste it, you don't know. And I appreciate that. The Mm -hmm. fact that we got to try all of these... This has been a blast. Thank you. I so appreciate you thinking of me. It's been so fun. That's it. I got a sugar high and a wine mellow. So I don't know if I should go take a nap or run around the block. (laughs) But for issues and ideas, this is Betsy Nash, the Grape Nut. Uh, Again, best job in the world. (laughs) 